0: Okay, so today's guest, I'm so excited to have. He is someone that I met at the podcast movement last year. And he is a friend of my girlfriend, Pam Perry, who is an amazing PR person. And we together, the three of us, the three musketeers, we took podcast movement by storm. As a matter of fact, we are trying our best to figure out how to be speakers next year. So I'm really, really excited to have my guest on the show today. It is the amazing Chris Howell. He is readily recognized by his signature golden voice. And when I say golden voice, I mean it. Wait till you hear it. It is like butter smooth. I love it. He is a master communicator, voiceover artist, and award-winning journalist whose mellifluous tones have resonated over the radio airwaves for more than two decades A born storyteller, Howell minds his own tales of overcoming the staggering odds stacked against him and shares how the words, never give up, have become a lifelong mantra. Starting an adult life as a high school dropout and teen father, Howell defied daunting statistics to become a successful father, husband, entrepreneur, and philanthropist who shares the core attitudes, beliefs, and decisions that led him from the depths of despair to a life he never dreamed possible as a youth. Now a business owner, Howell builds brand awareness for a variety of products, services and individual contributors. To give back, he launched a self-named foundation to teach others how to be self-sufficient while helping to solve some of his community's most basic needs, from accessing housing, healthy food, to wellness forums and empowerment seminars to uplift the soul. His path through journalism often found Howell in face-to-face interviews with some of the world's most high-profile public figures, from Fergie, the Duchess of York, to the first female president of Liberia, Madam Ellen Johnson Sirleaf, Religious leaders, Joel Osteen and T.D. Jakes, sales and management gurus such as John Maxwell and Zig Ziglar, as well as media moguls Mark Burnett and Oprah Winfrey, just to name a few. Hal is also the author of Man Talk, an insider's view of the conversations that men have among themselves. A business studies graduate of Dallas Baptist University, he is a longstanding member of the Public Relations Society of America, the Press Club, and National Association of Black Journalists. Chris is a native of Dallas. He is the husband to Dominique and the proud father of three, Christina, Dominique, and Chris Jr. And Papa, Brayden Howell. Guys, this is going to be such an amazing interview. I have just picked his brain on a host of things, including these interviews with these high profile people like Zig Ziglar or Sarah Ferguson. And then also I want to share with you, we're going to talk a little bit about the podcast movement with Pam. And then I'm also going to get into his brain about some of the things that he's had to deal with when it comes to constantly evolving and being open to failing forward. So stick around and listen to today's podcast with Chris Howell. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples
1: to follow and learn from.
0: Let's get into today's, shall we?
1: today's tuesday november 22nd 2022 and it's very
0: exciting <laughs> thanks for the daytime. all right guys so i am so excited with this interview it is chris howell as you heard in the intro he is phenomenal and i'm so happy that i met him so chris how are you
1: today I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the show with you.
0: I appreciate it. No, I'm the one who should be thankful, guys. Y'all heard that intro. Chris has interviewed the likes of Zig Ziglar. Hello, hello. He's interviewed me just recently, um, so I will definitely link that below, depending on when that podcast goes out, so you can hear that, because we had a great interview. I really enjoyed that. But today... We are going to take advantage of his knowledge, of his expertise. If you are thinking about starting a vlog, starting a podcast, doing videos for your business, Chris is who you need to talk to because he has a whole company. That's what it's called, Chris Howell Communications. Hello. He does this for a living and does it well. You're doing documentaries and, like, big-time stuff. Like, he ain't just – chilling on youtube y'all he got he doing the real deal holy field
1: so oh my word thank you yeah we, we need to <laughs> who hear. is this person i need to meet him <laughs>
0: hey listen and that is why you are the first interview of 2023 because i want people to know exactly what they need to do to be their best in the video space in the podcast space and um i don't know guys wait till y'all hear his voice it is really good I'm telling you, his. I, he just gave us the date and time. He didn't know that he was being recorded, but wasn't that great? I love it. So listen, let's go ahead and get started because we could be here all day. You know I'm a talker and I don't want to do that to you. Yeah,
1: because you've got me blushing over here. Uh, I, I'm red, but you really will never be able to tell <laughs>
0: Okay, so listen, you've been in this industry for over two decades and so you have got the experience that we all need. How have you seen this video space change from when you started to now when everybody and their daddy is on
1: YouTube? Well, partly you you just said part of it. Everybody (laughs) and their daddy is on YouTube partly because of the the cell phones now. I mean, cell phones have created a tremendous opportunity for folks to get into this space that we used to require a crew of three or four guys to produce quality work. Uh, Now you can pull out your cell phone and You can create an entire show uh, just from your cell phone. Absolutely. So that is one change that we're seeing. But you know what? It also presents an opportunity for us to really understand that we also still need to level up. Mm -hmm. Uh, While you can do things with your cell phone, you still want to have great audio quality. You still want to make sure that you look your best. You still want to make sure that you take some time to build your content to make sure that you're telling a a compelling story or you're putting out content that people really want to glean from.
0: Let's talk about that compelling story for a minute because and that's not – Something that I was intending to ask, but since you brought it up, Mm -hmm. I think it's an important point to make, is that you're not just making videos for the sake of being in front of the camera. There has to be... A narrative yeah. that is to a point that people are understanding where you're going from start to finish. Right. Talk a little bit about your process for doing that when you're doing your big videos, because I'm sure it applies to like little videos.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I'll tell you what I do. I actually start with a. It's a quote from Les Brown, and you and I were joking earlier. We're talking about quotes all the time. <laughs> but Les Brown makes this uh, tells this quote about uh, never tell a story without making a point. Never make a point without telling a story. Ah. There always has to be that end game in mind. What do you want people to, to derive? from the message that you're tr- attempting to bring to them. So when you start with that in mind, and you build around that. How are we going to get to that point? Mm-hmm. Because many times you don't want to just jump right in and just give them a point. You want to build up to that mm-hmm. point. So I start with, you start with the end in mind, uh, understanding what is the message you want to give, whether it's to inspire, whether it's to share some information that can help them to further their business, or whether you want to uh, give them a point of a focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, you talked about the new year. What do you want to focus on this year? And you want to help them build a path to get there? Then talk about how you plan to do that. And then, of course, build to that particular point.
0: I love that. And that will work so well with people who are vlogging and who are even sharing educational material. Because if the end game is to make X point... Then how can you reverse engineer the story, is that what you're saying, to get to that point? It makes it a little bit easier. Absolutely. I think that is an amazing piece of advice that we can all follow, even as small vloggers and YouTubers. Um, I know myself. I have the YouTube channel, and I am going to take that advice. I've been trying to do a lot better because you want people to see take go along on the journey with you. Right. That's great. I love well, you know, that.
1: I'll, t- I'll tell you the quick example is that so many times we'll click on a video and someone will start and I'm just off the top of my head here maybe uh, so you're looking for t- you look for ways to grow your business. They'll start with that question. And then they'll work into show you how they help plan to help you to grow your business. Mm-hmm. But, again, it was that opening question that really intrigued you enough mm-hmm. to say, you know what, I am looking for ways to grow my business. So let me stay engaged with this video over the next two to three minutes or however long it is to get those steps on how I'm going to grow my business.
0: Right. And again, they get, started
1: with the end in mind.
0: Right. And then they will stay for the end.
1: There you go. Because
0: you're telling them maybe the last point and the biggest point is at the end.
1: Right? Yeah. I'm going to help you grow your business. Yeah. Now, here's how I'm going to help you do that. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. So what are some of your favorite changes?
1: Uh, one of the of favorite changes is the ease of it, being mm-hmm. able to do it with less. Uh, now we can have a one-man crew as opposed to having to have a three-, four-man crew to go out and actually shoot an event, something of that nature, to put together a highlight reel. So I do like the ease of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but at the same time, it has cut into our business somewhat, but I do like the fact that it's a lot easier.
0: Well, I don't know how it could cut into your business, because you're doing documentaries. <laughs> this is not the same as a little YouTube video. Well, you know, it's,
1: it's not the same. That definitely does require crew. That definitely does a higher-end <laughs> production, things of that nature, Uh, but, yeah, me some. Always, you know the ease of it has cut in some parts of our business
0: all right so we just did a podcast interview for your podcast and you do video podcasts mm-hmm. a lot so tell me a little bit about that what are your thoughts on video podcasting versus audio podcasting, where do you see the benefits in both or, you know, what advice would you give to someone making that decision?
1: Well, here's the thing that I've always I've always had in mind, uh, even when we're going out doing work. I tell people all the time, you can always get uh, photographs from video, but you can't get video from photographs. That's kind of a mindset that I've always had when it comes to production. So if I'm going to do production, I want to do as much as possible, and then I can use it in several different ways. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily have a video podcast. While my, video, while my podcast is recorded via video, we extract the audio from it, but that podcast is being recorded with the audio audience in mind Mm -hmm. so that's why we built the type of mics that we've gone out and got that's why we built the system the way we built the system because it really is built for the audio audience but i also understand that in order for me to promote that i have to have video clips that i can share on instagram i have to have video clips that i can share on tiktok i have to have video clips that i can share on youtube all of that really to drive the audience to my audio podcast
0: that is so y'all listen If you were listening to this podcast, I hope that you just sat down and wrote that down because that is really a point that I think a lot of people miss. You know, when you're building something, they always say, measure twice, cut once. Yeah you you record once and you got all twice the amount yeah. of content yeah. when you do it this way because you're right you want the to be able to repurpose little snippets for commercials right. you want to repurpose a whole video podcast to YouTube mm-hmm. you can repurpose the audio Um, for reels and things of that nature. So you're absolutely right. It does make it a lot easier for you to distribute content and get people to the audio version of the podcast. So it's a great idea. Yeah, Um,
1: audiences want to see video. I mean, they want to see the conversation now. I think, you know, guys like the Breakfast Club and others, they've kind of uh, spoiled the the audience, if you will, uh, and folks want to see the interaction now. They want to see the conversation. They Mm want to see the facial expression when someone makes a point. Mm -hmm. But I also understand that I have this audience in West Africa and Germany many in other places who've been listening to my podcast over years who probably will never come to my social media pages, but that's the way that they engage with right. me. But I also am building this and giving something to my social media audience in terms of the videos that we were able to put out there and then get them on to the podcast as well.
0: Absolutely. it's. it's I mean, it's a really smart idea. I really hate, I used to do a lot of interviews um, mm-hmm. when I first started my podcast, yeah. and I got away from it in 2022. This was the first year I think that I didn't do quite as many interviews yeah. uh, at the time of this recording, but like I said, you're the first one for 2022. Three. Oh, I'm excited um, about that. Yeah, and so I, I recognized the value in having those videos because I used to do a lot of them via Zoom, and I still have them, but I would extract the audio file. So now I can go back and add some of those videos, those mm-hmm. same Interviews that I did, yep. and I can use that as content on my YouTube channel now as well. Oh, absolutely! Well. So it's just it was smart to have done it that way, um, and I will be getting back to it. So thank you. for Yeah, that I mean
1: you tip. can still. I mean, even though I, I, you ta- you referenced the Zig Ziglar interview, uh, you know, again every month we're still seeing downloads of the Zig Ziglar interview, which was many years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, folks are still going back, new to your podcast. So anytime you go back and do a flashback Friday or throwback Thursday, mm-hmm. use one of those those video clips it will gain you a new listener to your podcast. To so that
0: podcast, yeah. yeah. And that, too, is, I think, the beauty in what we do in terms of communication, podcasts, yeah. YouTube videos, is that when you're providing valuable content, yeah. it does not expire. Absolutely. That information, no matter how old it is, is going to be valid to someone who needs it whenever they're listening to it. Right. I love that. So yeah. uh, back back to Zig Ziglar, and you've interviewed a ton of people, Sarah Ferguson, Joel Osteen. What advice would you give for someone who is like me going to get back into interviewing people or maybe they're going to start, they think that it'll be a good, a good move for their business?
1: Okay. I will tell you, one of the biggest things is really going into the interview with, I, I, I think you and I talked about it earlier, having a few baseline questions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but don't be so committed to your questions to where you don't have a conversation. Right. I think we've all seen that there was a time or two where someone may have been doing an interview and it could have revolved into a great conversation, but because the interview were so committed so to, yeah, I've got to ask these question five two? questions. <laughs> There's no way I'm not going to ask these five questions. Uh, and they stick to the questions that they don't involve into a conversation. So, uh, for myself, even in the beginning, uh, it really got to the point where I would walk out of an interview and I felt so frustrated because I didn't answer all, ask all of my questions. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, I've got to change this process. And it wasn't until I thought, you know what, I'll come into it with a few baseline questions, mm-hmm. but then I really want to have a conversation. The conversation. I enjoy it. They enjoy yeah. it so much better because, again, it's really just a conversation and it's
0: organic there you are and the yeah. thing is i think you mentioned it earlier when we talked about beginning something with the end in mind yeah. what is the goal of the conversation that right. you're having with this person despite the questions what's the goal because you right. might get that met with one question that's true right yeah. so if you have that in mind going in um, then the questions really become secondary because you're really just trying to get the answers to that that goal like trying to get that message across Yes. And that's why I think, like, I was really excited to talk to you today because my message is really helping people understand the value in what they have to say and using podcasts and videos to do that. And I wanted you to help them identify some ways they can do that for themselves in a comfortable way because, you know, I'm all about doing it, like putting the BU in your business. Yes. How can I do this my way? Because a lot of people don't like video. They're afraid to get on camera. But their voice. You know, maybe a podcast is the thing that they can yeah. do. So you helping them understand how to interview people or maybe the value, like you just said, in having the video first where you can take the audio, but yep. you still have the video to promote and distribute and draw people to the podcast. I think this is all valuable information that people need if this is a the decision they want to make for their business. Yeah.
1: And I love the fact that you talked about the fact that maybe not everyone's comfortable with being on camera, but I think the ease of Zoom has made that, you know, a little bit more uh, welcoming, if you will, to where you can do that. Because, again, you can do it virtually. You don't necessarily have to go and sit in front of someone, look in the camera. Again, most of us are using Zoom for work, things of that nature, for meetings and all type of things. So now you take that to the next level and say, I'm going to use Zoom to conduct my interviews.
0: But you know what, though? I don't think people realize that Zoom is video. Does that make sense? What do you mean? I think that in their mind, they think that they, like, because it's so associated with work. Uh-huh. And, and like meetings, right? So in their mind, it's like, I'm just, I have this meeting with this person, uh-huh. but if you put a camera in front of them, all oh, of yes. a sudden, it's like, oh my gosh, yes. you know, and they start sweating and everything, and it's like, sweetie, the camera is, is still a camera, like, yeah. it's a Zoom, <laughs> but, it's but still a camera.
1: The thing is, oh, you're, I see what you're saying, you, you, it's just looking into my laptop, it's yeah, not an actual right, camera, you, an actual you know, camera. it's not a real I'm, camera.
0: And I'm just having a conversation. <laughs> it is
1: definitely a real camera.
0: It's definitely a real camera, right? Particularly with the
1: way the cameras are in some of the laptops today. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a good quality camera.
0: Yeah, but I've had so many people say to me, oh, I'm not good on camera, I'm not good on camera, but then I'll say, well, hey, do you want to just let's do a Zoom so I can talk to you about kind of what we're going to do on the podcast, and they'll get on They'll get off the Zoom and just act like it's just another day in the neighborhood. And I'm like, sweetie, it's the same
1: thing. Well, I will say this: whatever your comfort level is, get your voice out there. Right. Well, I mean, and again, when we talk about Zoom, you can use Zoom to just use just the audio portion. It automatically does it for you. Yeah. It does. You know, you can, you don't have to re-record it. You can just use that audio portion and use that to get your podcast. Right. You
0: can also use it for a presentation. Like you can do a presentation yeah. and have just your little face up in the corner or no face at all, but that's still a video. It'll record that for you, and you can still make those same points, you know, and, you know, have video and and audio the same way. Yeah, great But I think it's
1: it's, it's important to come out of your comfort zone. I mean, when you talk about a new year, you talk about doing things differently. Mm -hmm. You really have to come out of the comfort zone, even if it's only – one of the things with podcasts is many folks think you have to do a podcast every single week. You can do a a once-a-month podcast. Yeah. It's your – I mean, it's your – whatever you desire to do. Absolutely. Don't put too much on yourself, but Started. Right. And then as you get started and get more comfortable with it, you continue to increase your, you know, episodes if you want. But you can do a once a month podcast.
0: Yeah. You know, this year what I tried when I first started this season of my podcast was, you know, how they have the true crime podcast mm-hmm. and they are like they're trying to solve a problem. And it's like this can it ends like a soap opera. Yes. And you want to read it. Then You want to hear it the next day. <laughs> so I, just, I was like, I'll do something like that. So I think that is a great way, too, because you can sit down and tell a whole story. Yeah. Right? And then you break yeah. it up. Yeah. And and you make it kind of a suspense thing, like at the end of each episode. And you, you, got, multiple and you got multiple episodes. And yeah. you got multiple episodes. You can sit down in one sitting, do an hour, you know, 45 minutes, hour, hour and a half, sit down, telling yeah. your story, and then you just break that up. So when you look at it that way, it can be a weekly thing because you're only sitting down an hour a week to record yes. this story, right? And it could be a different story over a course of time. So, I mean – there are all kinds of different ways to do it.
1: So Speaking of different ways, you you made a point earlier. You talked about the fact that you hadn't done a lot of interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my podcast started out as an interview podcast. And, again, there were times where I didn't do a podcast for weeks at a time because it's just going through the challenges of trying to book guests. Things mm-hmm. of that it's just like, I've got to focus on too. my business. Yeah. But then you know what I thought? I can actually just sit down and people came and listened to the podcast because they want to hear my perspective. Mm-hmm. So I just jumped on and just started sharing my perspective on certain things. And some of those are some of my most listened to episodes.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I thought,
1: you know what? I need to do that more.
0: I think so. We <laughs> so. talked about that at the podcast movement, which brings <laughs> me to my next question. Right. So. We had this conversation about how you know you were doing all these interviews, and I was telling my like, oh I used to do podcast interviews, but now I just do it by myself and blah blah blah. And you were like saying the exact same thing. Yeah. Like man, I need to start doing some just things on podcast. I, I, I don't have a guest, so I don't have a show. Me. Like, right. what am I thinking? Right, you got tons to say. So listen, that podcast movement was amazing. What did you oh, think? Oh
1: man, that was absolutely amazing. You know what what podcast movement 22, 2022 did for me was to help me to understand again when we talk about me not doing my podcast podcast, I, I think I went an entire year, or very close to an entire year, without, without doing, doing a po- podcast. What? But we were still averaging three to 500 downloads a month, so I thought, okay, we're doing pretty good. We're Not yeah. even recording anything. But it, podcast movement helped me to realize that it doesn't have to be a burden to me. I can incorporate it to make it a part of my business. Yeah. And since doing that, now making it a part of my business, it's not an extra thing I have to do. Right. It's a part of the business that plan that we have, and we have to do mm-hmm, it uh, mm-hmm. to stay true to that. Yeah.
0: That that thing. Which shout out to Pam Perry. Pam, are you listening? Absolutely. Hey, Pam. Pam, girl, you listening? <laughs> shout out to Pam. Listen, if you are where is she? Detroit.
1: Detroit. If, yeah. she, if She's you in Detroit. are in
0: Detroit, honey, and you need some PR services. This woman will get you right, okay? Don't even ask a question. Don't stop. Just go, because she will get you right. Pam invited me to come and hang out with her for Podcast Movement. That's where I met you. Yep. The three of us. Here's the thing,
1: though. I'm sorry. Right here in our own city. It was in Dallas. Right. Andrea and I both live in Dallas. Hold
0: on, right across, you can walk to it from your office, hello, I at least had to come an hour down the road. I had
1: no clue it was happening, it took someone from Detroit to tell me something's happening in my own city.
0: Oh my gosh, but
1: but that's Pam
0: for you. Um, Yeah, but that – we were like the Three Musketeers running around podcast movement, and the information that they shared was phenomenal. I got to meet Mark Cuban. Hello. There's a picture. I will post it again. But the information that they shared was just phenomenal and it lit a fire I think under everybody that attended. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing about me is that I'll get little I'll get a little frustrated when people tell me stuff that I already know that I'm not doing and I'm like, Oh, I could be so much further along if I just, just kept doing that or if I'd have started doing that. I got that feeling a little bit, but I also got like I said, that fire lit under mm-hmm. me where I was like, you know what? This is a business. Like, this is, I can make money from this. It's not just me sharing my information and just talking in a microphone. This can really be monetized.
1: Absolutely. That was the biggest thing for me to really see that the, how many folks are really serious about taking it as a business. I think there were, like, what, 3,000 people there? It was a ton of people. And about 3,000 people there. And to see these folks committed to this process, something I had been doing for quite some time. Yeah. But, again, I kind of saw it as a hobby. I saw it as an additional thing to have to do. I didn't really see it as part of my business at the time. I so It wasn't it until a, going there that I saw that.
0: But I saw it as a means to an end. I saw it as... I'm going to share with you who I am so that you will buy the product that I have. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you this free information to educate you and give you value so that you will go do this other thing that pays me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I wasn't thinking about, you know, selling ads and doing this stuff and, yeah. you know, having sponsorships and all of these things. And so that was really the eye-opening thing to me, even though my mm-hmm. husband had said you need to start selling ads. But I was like, well, I don't know. you got to prove that you're doing these <laughs> things and you got to make sure that – and, and it really did light a fire under me. Yeah. So, what were some of your favorite parts? Just briefly, like what?
1: Well, again, the fact to see that it really can be a part of my business, mm-hmm. and we have incorporated mm-hmm. it as such, and to see the fact that again, it is growing, mm-hmm. and it's it's really just yeah. the tip of the iceberg. Yes, at this point. it's. I mean, it's got room for so much more growth, and I think right now to be. As ingrained into it as we are, and understand that we'll be a part of that growth mm-hmm. is exciting for
0: me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, did you remember the when we went in that one room, Chris, and we didn't stay long because they were talking about like podcasts and movies? And you remember we were sitting on the front row, and the they were talking about like how, um, like the you know it was like movie sounds and.
1: Oh, sound effects and things sound of that nature. Did yeah. you really? Yeah, like the NPR style type yeah, uh, episodes like, that you hear. Right. I'm yeah. like, what? I mean, you could really take a podcast, it's not just sitting down doing interviews, it's really. Yeah, it can be some very high-end production that gets you an audience. I mean, these folks are talking about 50,000 downloads per episode, Um, things of that nature. So you've got a wide audience listening to podcasts, and again, if somebody's looking to get in on it, this is the time to do so.
0: Right, and I just wanted to express that. I wanted to share that with you guys listening because if you're thinking about getting into podcasting or being a YouTuber or whatever – It is the tip of the iceberg, like Chris said. So there is still room for you at the table. And you don't have to think that because there are already so many that there isn't room for you. I wanted you to hear that because Chris, we're both like kind of getting back into it and, and reinvigorated. About all the things that we can do, and here
1: is the thing: we had built a podcast studio and everything, and it hadn't really been utilizing the podcast studio. I was that just we there. <laughs> yeah, so I was just there. It's, it's, so I tell that say that say as many times people may say, "Well, I don't want to get into it. How do I go? out? What equipment do I go out and get?" You can go out and get equipment, but you there are, in every market today. I believe there is someone who has a podcast studio where you could very well go in, have your guests, you guys sit down, let the engineers do the job, you go in, do your show, and you walk out.
0: Or you can do like what we're doing right now in your office. And what is this thing? I don't even remember. Your Zoom h n My, H6N. my yeah, Zoom h n Yeah, she has a Zoom
1: h yeah. two microphones, I and mean it's very portable. Yep, you very can, portable. Man, it's you size, can do it on a bus if you need yeah, to. Yeah, it's the
0: size of like a, one of those calculators that my daughter uses at school, yeah. and I have my microphones plugged in. But, you know, all else fail. I record on my phone sometimes.
1: Well, you're going to have to post a picture. We'll just actually. A picture. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah, t- you just post let's a take a picture of that. Yeah. And just share that with them. Uh, because, again, you know, there's so many ways that you can do it that doesn't require a whole lot of expenses exactly. uh, to allow you to be able to get in on it. Because, again, I think it's an opportunity, particularly as African-Americans. And I know you've got a wide range of listeners, but I want to speak to African Americans yeah, at this sure. point. Uh, when you go to podcast movement, again, 2022, we were there. We didn't see a lot of people that look like us. No, and I think exactly. it's important for us to understand that, yes, we can do a lot of things on YouTube and, and TikTok, but there's also an opportunity for you to create a, a podcast and uh, meet a whole new audience in that way.
0: For sure. For sure. So before we close out, I do... You You know that I am the BU boss Mm -hmm. I tell you you could put you need to put the BU in your business and this podcast is called the CEO mindset podcast because I want us to always be or constantly be evolving and staying open to failing forward so with that in mind what do you do to evolve and how have you failed and learned from it
1: okay so, first, what do I do to evolve? I try and surround myself with people who di- who think differently than me. Mm. Uh, to understand if I'm just always surrounded by people who think like me, then that's not an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. So, I want to put myself in situations where I may not know everything. And it gives me an opportunity to learn. Podcast Movement 2022 <laughs> yeah, hello? Uh, is a great <laughs> example of that. I went into it thinking that I you know, had a pretty good handle on podcasting, only to realize that, man, there's so much more to this thing that I hadn't realized. Just a tip. Yeah. Uh, in terms of failing forward, uh, i go back to when we started our business in 2013. We came into this to do public relations and marketing. Mm-hmm. Well, 2013 was a time when, of course, social media was on fire, and many folks didn't want to do it. They didn't, they didn't want to uh, invest in it to a monthly retainer mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. communications. Mm-hmm. So we then said, you know what, um, that's not going to work for us. And we tried it for months and months, and it just didn't work for us. We then moved over to doing more video production, and you talk about documentaries, mm-hmm. we started helping folks to tell their story just through video production. Mm-hmm. That allowed us to, for the last six, seven years, have been our primary focus really was on whether it's event production, whether it's documentaries, or whether it's just helping folks to put together video campaigns uh, to mm-hmm. raise funds if they were a nonprofit organization or something such as that. That's what we've done for the last six, seven years. We're now coming back to the communications piece mm-hmm. because now the doors are opening up once again for folks who are after COVID Folks are now trying to look at ways to reinvent themselves, mm-hmm. retell their story. Exactly. And that's where we're able to step in at as a PR firm and a community marketing firm to help them tell their story.
0: Awesome. And that, I mean, that is just a testament yeah. to what we have to do as entrepreneurs. Like, there's yeah. always going to be a failure.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Because we don't grow unless we fail. We've right. got to find out what doesn't work before we find out what does. Yes. And so I just love that. And I'm we are so list in the Dallas Fort yes. Worth area to have you telling our stories. And so if you're in this area and you need your story told, make sure that you click on Chris's link in the show notes so that you can contact him for sure. Do you have anything going on that we need to know about? any final thoughts anything?
1: Um no. Not at this time. Well, we have the Chris Howell Foundation, and we're always serving the community for those who are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So if there's always opportunities to come out and volunteer with us to be a part of that. Uh, that's our nonprofit arm, uh, mm-hmm. ChrisHowellFoundation.org. Folks can always check that out and see how they want to be a part of that. Okay. Because like you talked about earlier, it's not just about being in business, but it's being in business to really make a difference. Right. And while well, I think we do a great job of that with Chris Howell Communications, we took it a step further with Chris Howell Foundation to really under, help underserved communities. Uh, to come alongside them and help them to move forward.
0: Well, we'll definitely – put that link down below as well so people can learn more about that and help out if if their heart desires. Absolutely. So thanks so much for being on the show today, Chris. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. I enjoyed it. We we are – it's a beautiful day here in Texas, and I came down to Chris's office to do these interviews, and y'all, if you saw my vlog, if you haven't, go over to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. I don't know if it's up yet, but I did a vlog on my way in. Yes. And I took some footage of me traveling down the highway with all that traffic (laughs) – and just so y'all know, your girl does not like to drive. So the fact that she was driving to Dallas, Hunty, is saying something. Chris is cool people. So you're
1: driving and recording?
0: Um, No, officer. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. <laughs> we were at a complete stop, okay. and I did. <laughs> yeah, I will not incriminate myself. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening to CEO Mindset Podcast today. Don't forget, you should constantly be evolving and staying open to failing and failing forward because that's how we become the CEO, the boss. We are doing this thing in 2023, so keep listening. Uh, subscribe if you haven't, and follow me over on Instagram at AFPatrick. All right, talk to you later. Bye, guys. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, concerns. I wanna hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Guide community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms, so if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.